So where do you stand with um, Peter Obi? Because I know, I know this is something that um, you know we've been talking about quite a long, you know, a lot. You know, um, the change in Nigeria. We are hoping for a massive change. You know, and I'm, I'm so damn excited. Even though you're not, you're not Nigerian. I, why should listen? We are all Nigerians. We are all Ghanaians. We are all Zimbabweans. We was it not, not yesterday that you were telling me that a Ghanaian did the um, what is it called? Ancestral test. Father, that she's fifty percent. <laughs> yeah, it's fifty-two. She's fifty-two. To, she, I said her mind was blown. She was shouting. If you hear a shout, she was shouting, shouting, shouting. She couldn't believe it. Mm. In fact, there's nowhere in the text that says she's from Ghana. That she's Senegal. from Nigeria. There's nothing in her that, that is Ghanaian. Really? Yeah. Oh. That's what blew her mind. She said nothing. There's nothing. So what she's in, in Ghana? That's what I'm saying. It's crazy. So when we talk about migration, you know, these are some of the things. We migrate. People migrate. Especially, so especially West African migration. Yeah. You know, it's a, it's, a, it's a crazy thing. It's a big deal. Because sometimes you'll go somewhere and some people will say, ah, you look Ghanaian. Some people say, you look Nigerian. Mm. Do you know what I mean? Mm. I've been to Nigeria before. I've been to... You blended in. Places. Yeah, I've blended in well, well. You know, I've been... People have said, oh, are you Nigerian? I thought you were Nigerian. You know, I get that. You know, people... It's like we, we are all um, mixed in one... Me, me, uh, is it Martin Clay that they will say? Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, we are all mixed. We are all mixed up together. Everybody's mixed up. So even when you, when you check um, this whole ancestry test, you'll see that sometimes you have... Um, you're partly... Mauritian, you, you, you have um, Egyptian in you, sometimes you might even have a percentage of Brit in you, you know. Yeah, I feel like, so, uh, uh, yeah, prior to you even telling me about the story of the girl that did the test, I have always believed, I came to the conclusion, by the way, this was not something that I researched or anything. Mm-hmm. I just woke up and I concluded this, that probably 40% of Black Africans are Nigerians. Like forty percent of Black Africans have Nigerian origin. Mm. Like that's like again, no research. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but it, it, absolutely nothing. And then, and then you know, you know, you know, you know, you know, where you have it when you develop a belief, mm-hmm. some things actually start happening around you that kind of confirms that belief. Like you have, you start gaining confirmation bias. Yeah. You know, so yeah. I developed that belief. Guess what? I went on TikTok mm-hmm. and then I saw something about a girl in Canada that did a test. She's supposed to be Ethiopian and then she's 10% Nigerian. I'm like, I knew it. Yeah. And then yesterday, you told me the story of the girl. Yeah. And I'm like, yes, you see what I've been talking yeah. about. It, it's, <laughs> so, it's mind-blowing though, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, it would be nice to research um, on that yeah. to know the number of Nigerians that actually exist. Yeah, because um, I think the way you would look and at it And what does is, Nigeria even mean? Because you know it's just exactly. a name. That's, that's another thing. What does, exactly. what does Nigeria even mean? It's just a name that exactly. was given to a, a particular geographical area by mm. Lord Lugard, that's a by Lord Lugard's wife. That's a, a very British. good question. What does actually Nigeria mean? What does, what does that mean? even mean? Yeah. You know, because all these demarcations, you know, it just, it, it's a, a Western construct. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'm actually I'm trying to recover from because I'm mind blown by the question. Yeah, so <laughs> I'm mind blown because what does what does it actually mean? I what mean, Nigeria, mean? Nigeria, you have so many tribes, you know, and once upon a time they were not called Nigeria. Yeah, 
Jigum Tobe said. Yeah. So what does it really So me really coming mean? out me coming out to say, oh, forty percent, thirty percent of black Africans are Nigerian, it's yeah, it might not it might be true, but it's not it's not true because of Nigeria. Yeah. It might be true because of another factor that has nothing to do with the fact that um Lord Lugard who is, the, who, is opposed, who is the guy that amalgamated Nigeria? So amalgamation of Nigeria was the amalgamation of the Northern South Protectorate yeah. that happened in 1914. Uh, please, Nigerian person listening to this, please, uh, you know, <laughs> I can remember my history. But yeah, I think it was 1914. Yeah, amalgamation of Nigeria. Yeah. So um, he did that. He just did that like, yeah, you know, I can. You know, this is, this is the people that we control now. So let me bring them together. Mm-hmm. Obviously, we've been having infightings you know, like some people are not supposed to be together, yeah. But mm-hmm. they've been cohabiting and you know coexisting in a way that was working for them. Mm-hmm. And then you put them into a polit- you put them into one political um, so basket. It's like love, love at a distance. Yeah, love from a distance. Yeah, and then and then when you put them into 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 one basket. They start fighting because yeah. they are not in so close proximity. They were not supposed to be like they were supposed to keep keep at bay distance. Yeah. You know, keep, keep at distance. Yeah. So if we want, we want to do like business transactions, we do business yeah. transactions. Yeah. And that's fine. You you have your cultures, you have your beliefs, you have your belief system, and then you practice what you want to practice. Mm-hmm. And there's nothing wrong with that. Mm-hmm. Um, but then when it is that we are now in bed together. Yeah. It All becomes like, sudden, oh, so your practices are affecting me. And then the is, fact that I, I don't want to bend to uh, your uh, whims is also affecting you. <laughs> and now we are fighting. Yeah. And that's what the British did. Uh, it, it's like having um, a married couple. Mm. You know, you've never lived together you know, you know, you've never stayed together, and then all of a sudden you move in together. You become and then you get you married. See, exactly. Because because that's saying seeing flaws in the other person. That's saying flaws, you know. It's and, a lot. <laughs> yeah, it's it, it's it's crazy. Yeah, because, know? but then but then out of all of this, this this is why I'm also kind of like excited about Peter uh, B. I mean, I always For, think guys, about guys, guys. This guy is not even Nigerian, but I'm he's, telling he's, you, I'm excited. He's he's been talking about Peter B. To me, yeah. The podcast is not supposed to be political, you know. Mm? Our podcast is not supposed to be political. It's not supposed to be politi- uh, political. It's true. It's very true. But I'm excited because it's supposed to be apolitical. Um, no, no, political, in, more in, of. in anyone that kind of like supports the movement of technology, you know, and change, mm. you know, um, obviously, yeah, I might be biased, you know, but it, it, it's it, it's me saying, okay, look, I look at something. Why do you think you might be biased? Because me, I'm not really. I've never really lived in Nigeria to the fullest. Mm. You know, I've I've only stayed there for six months mm. at a time. Do you know what I mean? So someone, someone that lives there, would make a better judgment than I would. Mm. Do you know what I mean? Most of the things I would say would be based on hearsay, things that I've watched on on, on social I'm media news and all that kind of thing. Yeah. You know, but someone that's actually lived in that place would be able to tell me that no. What mm. you're telling me is bullshit. You don't live in a country. Mm. You know, that's what I mean. Yeah, I mean, I've lived in Nigeria. Yeah. Yeah, I grew up in Nigeria. Um, and I've always believed that the problems that we are having is just bad leadership. But then again, when you criticize, when you talk about bad leadership, you always think about, you always think, oh, you're having bad leadership. But then the leaders are derived, are a derivation of the people. Mm-hmm. So it doesn't mean that Nigerians are inherently bad. Yeah. Does that mean that Nigerians are inherently backwards? You mm-hmm. understand? You know, from insecurity to um um fraud and uh, to corruption. Um, to corruption and all, and all of them. It just boils down to the like like something is something is wrong from the head. 
and then it it, it flows down to the bottom to the, go down uh, to the toes. yeah it goes down to the toes yeah. you know from the head you know you know as above so below mm-hmm. kind of stuff you know it's an occultic um, saying as as <laughs> as above so below you know but 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 it's what's up there is what's gonna affect what's down there mm-hmm. what's down there like everything is interlinked so I've always I've always believed that but then there there has always been this hope that as we are getting older. As I'm getting, let me use myself as an example. Let me just mm-hmm. talk about myself. As I'm getting older, the things are going to change. You know, it will take time. yeah. Then, then you, then you see some governments, and then, and then, like when I was in secondary school, when I started coming to the UK, when I started coming here on holidays, I like I was gobsmacked by like by the by the difference. You know, mm-hmm. and I, I was not coming from a where of it was not coming from a side from a point of oh my days I've never seen something no 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 before I even came to like I'm from a well studied well read family yeah so I've read a lot of books about history I've uh, I've read a lot of books about the UK so I knew where I was coming to mm-hmm. but when I came in I was I was so surprised I also knew that UK does not have anything mm-hmm. you understand I also knew that the country built on stolen wealth. Mm-hmm. From other from other countries. So, but then when I came in, I was so surprised. I'm like, okay, so we could. It's like, what were you surprised? The development, the level of development, the way things are just. It was not even developing. Like things are things are so organized. Mm-hmm. That's true. You know, things are so organized. Like you can wake up and say, oh, I'm gonna be this, and then walk towards that without an external factor, like a foreign factor, stopping you from actually attaining that goal. Mm-hmm. You get? Yeah. You can, you can, you can. Buses come on time. Yeah, buses come on time. <laughs> you know. Yeah. Ro- you have roads, buses. Ro- roads are made. Ro- roads are made. Yeah. You know, like the, the basic basic things. You have water. Mm-hmm. I mean, I've never I never had an issue of not having water because we had borehole in my house. Yeah. You know, but then I knew people like people come to my house to buy to get water. Mm-hmm. You so know? what's wrong with the air pipe? No, because I don't have water. I know that's what I'm saying. You get what I mean. So, <laughs> that's what I'm saying. So, so, that's what I'm saying. So I, I, like I, I, I wake up in the morning. I take showers. Yeah. But I know a lot of people that don't take showers. Yeah. You know, and yeah. some of them are my friends. Yeah. Some of them uh, actually because I moved from a city to a village at a point in my life, so I had to go to the village um, secondary school. Yeah. So, like, there, like they were just like on, like I was, I was on another level altogether. Yeah. I was top of my, I was top of the class, but not only top of the class because um, um, God, God gave me the brains to be yeah. to be intelligent enough to be top of the class. Yeah. Not only that, I was also top of the class because, like, on a on a socioeconomic level, we're not the same at all. Yeah. So, <laughs> so, so, yeah. so that kind of disparity, you know. But then, but then, okay, visiting the UK, I was so surprised. Everything, like, you don't need to be super rich. You don't need to be, uh, you know, upper middle class to have all of these things. Mm-hmm. Like, there are some things that are just basic. So mm-hmm. how did they get it right? You understand? Yeah. So at that point, I was thinking that at a point, we are going to be getting to do some of these things right. Because what, 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 what I was looking at, okay, Nigeria got their independence in 1960. Yeah. Okay, they got their independence in 1960. Oh, we had the civil war. We did a lot of things. Okay, now we have, we've moved into democracy that is supposedly, mm-hmm. in quotes, supposedly the best system of government, you know, the better system of government. Yeah. You know, so things are going to gradually morph into better. Yeah. In, in, you know, things are going to change. You know, for the better for a lot of people. So that was my hope. 
you know, and I was coming here on holidays, you know, going back to Nigeria, going, going through my secondary school. Yeah. And by the way, when I was in secondary school, was the tail end of my secondary school was when Peter B was the governor of my state. This Peter B now that everybody's talking about, that is causing a ruckus, mm-hmm. you know, in a, in a good way in Nigeria. He, he was the governor of my state then. So he donated buses, gave us buses, gave us computers. In fact, the fact that I can even type, I mean, you see how slow I type mm-hmm. today. The fact that I can even do that is because of him. Mm-hmm. Because he revamped, and we are not supposed to be a state-owned school because we have like state-owned schools, and then you have like government schools. And it used to be like there's this divergency. The government does not want to look into the state-owned schools, and the, state-owned schools, um, the government does not want to look into private schools, rather mm-hmm. missionary schools. Uh, but then when Peter became, the first thing he did was to say the the church actually handles school more than the government. You know, we can we can we can you know give that responsibility. Hand, like hand over a lot of that responsibility to the church because they do it better and then we can support them. You know, makes sense. Makes sense. Yeah, you makes know. sense. So, so I was I was in the seminary then um, towards the end of, and he did a lot of things for my from for for education. So, but then you know, so you see, I was someone that had hope. You know, someone that had hope, mm-hmm. and then obviously when I moved here, it was more of yes, I'm gonna have a better future that I'm going to change Nigeria, but then. As as I was here, I go going on holidays in Nigeria, and I seen the deterioration that started happening. I lost all of that hope. And when you don't have hope, then that's when you become depressed. I mean, I've told you several times that I would rather live in Ghana than live in Nigeria. Mm-hmm. Like, <laughs> there's the distance is not even a lot. But I'll be telling you, look, how can we buy? How can I buy a house in Ghana? Uh, we've had that discussion yeah, before yeah, several of, times. Of yeah, you know, yeah. we buy a house in Ghana. I'll live in Ghana. Instead of yeah. living in Nigeria, because I've lost all hope for my country. Yeah, that's it. That's the thing. Because you know, I'm 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 now British, and then I'm I'm looking to um, British, not British. <laughs> <laughs> so that's a joke. Uh, and I'm looking to instead of instead of instead of identifying as Nigeria, I'd rather identify as an El Salvadorian because of Bitcoins. Mm-hmm. You know, if you if you invest two bitcoins or more in El Salvador. They yeah. give you, you get their citizenship automatic. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah. So, so you mentioned that you mentioned that as well. Yeah. A few times. So, so I'm like, okay, okay. I just go to El Salvador, get some couple of bitcoins, and grab in, their passport. Yeah, invest their invest bitcoin in in, in El Salvador. Yeah. You know, even start a business, start a start a subsidiary of one business, one of our businesses yeah. in El Salvador. You know, mm-hmm. get their passport and bond my Nigerian passport. Yeah. You know, because but, but why would I even want to do that? Okay, I want to I want to renew my passport, Nigerian passport. It took like two years to renew one passport because of inefficiency, because of incompetence, because of I don't care, like a difficult attitude from people that are in charge of a lot of these things, mm-hmm. you know. And then obviously we then have the Igbos, my people, Igbos that are mm-hmm. advocating to leave necessities from Nigeria. Mm-hmm. And, but then people don't even know that most Igbos don't actually support that. Like educated, most educated Igbos don't support the secession of Igbos from mm-hmm. Nigeria. We just want a Nigeria that works. Mm-hmm. We want, we want to, we want to, we want to. We know we are, we have um, diversity. We, we, but we want to be able to grow and develop in our diversity. So we have the Aousas, they are our brothers. They have their practices. They have their religion. They have the, the, their beliefs. That's fine. We have yeah. our beliefs. You know, you, you how, want that distance. Can't... You want that distance that was there before. Yeah. Yeah. You know. Yeah, I even I, I, I even said it. I even I even said it. Remember, it remember, remember one of these days we had a conversation yeah. when I was telling you, look, I don't even mind the northern part of Nigeria being 
proper proper Sharia. Yeah. But but like they don't they don't impose that ideas to other people. Yeah. Like the practice is there. If I'm going there, I know that I have to adhere yeah. to Sharia I rules. Think, I think one of the and on, that, and respect. Yeah, because I think one of the things that we we, we spoke about, which we we also uh, thought like it made sense, was um, talking about all the states becoming independent states and practicing true federalism. True federalism. What we yeah. what we have now is a Quasi yeah, so, type and, of federalism. And I, think, I think that makes sense because then that space like we're talking about not being in each other's um, spaces, mm. you know. Um, everybody has their own distance. Mm-hmm. You know, it creates that distance back into okay. This is our state. Mm. This is what we think is the right way mm. to to live. We think these are the laws that you know. When you come to our states, that mm. these are the laws that you need to abide by. Yeah. So you know, and then everybody has that. Just the same way, like the United States has that mm-hmm. certain laws in certain certain states, you can practice certain things, and it's it's not it's, illegal. Yeah, and then in know, some states, uh, it's illegal. Yeah. Yeah, just like um, and and if they can, if they, if we can't practice true federalism, we can go back to regionalism that we used to practice. Yeah, Nigeria needs to be divided like into six uh, geopolitical it, it makes, zones. It, it makes them more efficient because there's there's of, too much pressure on the federal system. On yeah. like there's too much pressure to the center. Yeah. right now because every individual so it needs to be state it needs to be decentralized. You understand? You see how we linked it to Bitcoin. It needs to be decentralized. Mm-hmm. There's so much pressure on the center. Understand? Mm-hmm. And then the center is like the Nigeria is too is too big, too too massive, and then you have a lot of people. Yeah, and so the the central the, the central is always crowded. Yeah. So no no not even crowded. It, there's so much dependency. Yeah. You understand? So each individual state gets allocation, federal allocation. Yeah. From the federal government, every state, mm-hmm. whereas all of these states actually can be independent. Yeah, they can. They can. They, they can they produce have, their own thing. Yeah, attract their own investors, mm-hmm. do their own thing. They have the, just like just like you said, they have their own rules. So small yeah. countries. Yes, exactly. Mini so you countries. have many many countries within a country. Yeah. So why yeah. can't why can't we do that? But then you know, people that are so much favored do this. But I think that the reason why you you would not be able to do that um, is just. It's not not stepping on toes, but obviously the issues that the Igbos have with the Euro, uh, with the Awusas in terms of oil, for example. So let's say, for example, if you practice a true um, federal system, you would have the oil which is being pumped from the Igbo land. Yeah, to the not, 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 not yeah, not so. Not, the entirety of um, Nigeria petroleum is not just. Gotten from the Ebola. It's the southern part of southern part of Nigeria. Yeah, yeah, southern part of Nigeria. If you want to like really like pinpoint where it's where it's gotten from, I know like Alabama states have like oil, but not they're not they're not seen as an oil producing state. Yes, in in general. But then, but the reason why. So this is one of the reasons why because I feel like okay, one the pipelines. What would be the first thing you do um, in the Ebola land once you become your own independent state? I wouldn't know what what we would do, but I get what you are saying because there there will be a rush to preserve resources. These are your resources, yeah. You know, and you have to manage your resources. So Mm. if uh, if um, oil is being pumped from, um, so 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 someone that said that oil actually messed Nigeria up was not wrong, you know. There's someone that said that I I can't remember what writer that said that the worst thing that happened to Nigeria was the discovery of petroleum in Nigeria Mm. because prior to that. We had like all these regions were actually producing their own stuff. Yeah, 
you know, we are practicing, Nigeria was demarcated into six geopolitical zones. Mm-hmm. It, was, it wasn't even about states kind of, state level federalism. It was more of six geopolitical zones. Each yeah. of these geopolitical zones were actually, uh, you know, they produce their own stuff. The, the center was strong, but not as strong. Mm-hmm. So you have geopolitical heads, heads of states, mm-hmm. uh, heads of government or whatever they were called then. I need to check my history again. But you had that. So after the discovery of oil, it became more of kind of central. We started having like a central system mm-hmm. and, uh, and, and a fake federalism. <laughs> and it's not working. Yeah. It's apparently not working. Because yeah. what you just said is true. If we go back into that, then some of these regions will say, oh, we have oil. Oil is our thing. And oil is like black gold, or even more expensive than that. Yeah. You know, more, more so, lucrative than that, yeah, economically. So what, 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 what do you do then? So yeah. maybe the, then it would be like, okay, since um, Dawusas are receiving you know, the benefits from the oil, we should be charging them for the oil they are pumping from our tanks. And that would only make sense. Do you know what I mean? That would only that that would only make sense that. You way. mean from our land? From your land, yeah. Yeah. I said tank. <laughs> you said <say>. tank. <laughs> oh, you put oil in a tank, isn't it? So that's yeah. So, do you know what I mean? So, I, it's gonna be it's gonna be tricky on 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 that side. You know. I would rather I would rather instead of them instead of telling them to because the way the the way it was structured, which somebody that does not know, if I say this and they will say it's conspiracy theory that I'm peddling. Actually, it's the British that structured it this way. Yeah. You know, they still benefit from this structure. Yeah. Um, and something percent of the people that own the oil, own Nigerian oil wells are, are Northerners. Mm-hmm. Understand? Again, when we go into these things, the way I look at it, I don't even have anything against that. Mm-hmm. I don't have anything against that. You, you know, I actually do not have anything against that because I don't believe that oil is the future. Mm-hmm. Oil is the past. There are so many other things that you can do. You know, if, in yeah. fact, even Saudi Arabia is identifying the oil is the past. Yeah, because they, they, yeah, they, they are phasing out oil, you know, yeah. going into other things, tourism, any other thing yeah. to attract investment. You know? yeah. so, but then, the, because it has been structured that way, can't the federal government just own anything that has to do with oil? Let them own it, but, see, but still break up the, you know, like restructure the country. Mm-hmm. You understand? They can they can they can do it in a way that everything that has to do with oil is owned by the federal is controlled by the federal government. That's fine. Yeah. We have a federal government owned um, organization that runs like NNPC. Yeah, it's like already a federal. It's already a, federal, be, be like a, a government federal, owned organization, the anyways. That own the, the dollar. Be I, like that. Exactly. So yeah. they could let them control that. But any other resources that individual states can produce, they should actually look at how do we generate wealth? Mm-hmm. How do we create value? What other thing? From what we have. Yeah. And, and some, I, I, of these, some of these northern states have gold. Yeah. A lot of them, not even some of them. Some of yeah. the, a lot of them have gold. And guess what? The gold is not, right now, most of the gold that they have is not seen as a, as a, as a Nigerian thing. Like, the whole focus is on oil. So some of these states, like, I was speaking with someone that was telling me, you know, that, yeah, if we want to raise, like, 10 million today, that he knows, like, some people that he's going to speak to. And I'm like, and you know, we can raise it in, in, in one week. I was like, ha, how do you get 10 million? It was like, yeah, they there now. That some of this, um, um, the way he said it was like, you know, some Northern boys, mm-hmm. that's the way he said it. I'm mm-hmm. not calling them Northern boys. But some Northern boys that control Nigerian gold. These are families, private families that control Nigerian gold. Wow. Whereas oil, this is why some people agitate for mm-hmm. secession. 
Whereas oil, which is the main of the economy, is controlled by the federal government. It's not controlled by a state or an individual or some individuals in a state, but by the, by the government. And that oil is gotten from a particular part of Nigeria mm -hmm. that is not even... I know they get higher allocation, higher federal allocation. Um, um, yeah, higher federal allocation. But then they, they actually, they're actually not... Like, they're not deriving a lot of value from it. The main mm. value, some of the values that, should, that could have been derived from the fact that, yeah, you, um, we are, our lands are where, you know, you guys are getting the, that petroleum yeah. that you are drilling. They're not even getting some of that. Yeah, they're not getting It's owned by the government. Yeah. You know, it's controlled by the government. But whereas every other resources, especially in the northern part of Nigeria, is controlled by some individual. It's controlled by the people in mm -hmm. the... It's not like it's not even that they are using because most of these people that control this are political elites. Yeah, they don't even yeah. use it to enrich their people. Yeah, you know, you still see poverty, the highest type of poverty you've ever seen within their communities. Yeah, you understand. I think I think, but fundamentally, that's so. Even even moving back moving back to uh, like Peter Peter Obi, um, that was one of the main thing that I actually liked what he talked about with with. I'm just linking it to the last thing you talked about, which is poverty. Mm. You know, um, finding ways to like eliminate poverty. Mm. You know, because where we see poverty rise, uh, so where we see crime rise, you would actually see that there's a you know there's a lot of mm. poverty. Mm. You know, so that financial inclusiveness, because we we I think when we're talking about blockchain and Bitcoin, Bitcoin we're yeah. talking about okay, finding ways to get people more involved Info. financially. Mm. You know, and um, he made mention of something which I wasn't privy to before that, you know, it's the small, small businesses that actually create um, the wealth. economy, mm. you know, and build the wealth in, in, in lands and in, and in countries, you know. And I was like, okay, right now, right now, right now, I want to think about, okay, which countries are actually, apart from obviously El Salvador, I'm, I'm looking at the African countries that are trying to like adopt this Bitcoin movement um, as a, so that they can also be financially included, mm. you know. And I also want to understand, you know, where did they start from in terms of, let's say, for example, if you're already into business, you already, you've already made your money, you want to do, you, you want to get invested into Bitcoin and you want to start using Bitcoin um, as financial, uh, as transactional. Mm. Um, yeah, I get it. But I want to I see it from people that probably sell tomatoes. Mm. Do you know what I mean? Because this is where we can actually prove that this um, transferring, um, using, using Bitcoin as, as currency, mm. right, works, mm. you know. So I want to see people like, people that they sell basic stuff using cryptocurrency, like El Salvador, for example. I saw this woman that was selling <laughs> drinks. We can pay it in Bitcoins. And this mm. like food carts. Yeah. You know, these small food carts that mm. you have, you know. So it, it tells me that, okay, you know, for El Salvador, it works. But I want to see it like happening in Africa. And the reason why I'm, saying, I'm linking that to what Peter Obi said about small, small businesses is because when you give loans, if you're able to give loans to small, small businesses, right, it means you can get a loan. In, small individuals can get a loan. You don't have to be massive. Mm. Do you know what I mean? Mm. You don't have to have connection and You don't be have massive. to have connection and all that kind of thing. You don't have to be massive. You know, you, you, can, you can come up with an idea and then however they will assess the idea as a business idea, you know, they can give you a loan on that, mm. you know. But then I want to say that also, like, in the blockchain or in the Bitcoin community or in the crypto space where um, Africans are actually adopting using this tech, 
you know, and that's where my passion has my passion has always been because it's always been okay. Right now, you know, I'm building wealth. Yes, I'm building wealth. But then, ultimately, what I would want to do in Ghana is to establish schools, and, um, you know, to teach people how to, you know, you know, it creates smart contracts. Mm. One, because that's where the world is going to, you know. I don't believe remember, technology, technology, technology development. Technology. Yeah. I was having a conversation with Enoch the other time, mm. and I said to him, "Look." I've always thought about creating things that will entertain people. Mm. And I've discovered that these are not, this is not, that I'm taking more money out of people's pockets. Mm. Do you know what I mean? Mm. I'm taking money out of people's pockets and putting it into my pockets. But what am I, if I really want to do something for people, right? It's not entertainment. Maybe entertain them whilst educating them. Mm. Do you come to say? So, teach them how to fish. Basically. Yeah, teach them how to fish. Mm. You know, if I create a VR, uh, VR center, yeah, they'll come, they'll have fun and everything. But I'm taking money, out, taking money away from them. And they would come and have the experience. They're paying for the experience they had, mm. you know. Can you, can you create a, a center where they can learn how to uh, create VR experiences? That, you and see. Then, so, and then it becomes an export that can so, be exported so now to other talking, countries. So one of the things I said, okay, cool. Apart from obviously this whole, um, create, having like an educational um, institution, maybe like a school that would be more Bitcoin and crypto focus, you know, music. Mm. Have like a, a, a center where young people can actually come. Like how you have like, um, you know, young people centers in, in Bedford where people can, young people can go and hang around. Mm. Have a music center where they can actually go record music because we Africans, we are passionate about music. Mm. You know, anyone can come. Maybe they will send like, let them, sp- let, let them spend the most bit, like, Least money that you could just let them put some money in, even mm. if it's like 10 cities. 10 cities is equivalent to a, a pound. Mm. 10 cities, 11 cities. Let them go there. Let them look at okay, how um, songs are produced, mm. how you create your Pop. own beat. Let them record. Let them have fun. Let it be like a social center where they can go there, record music, have fun, podcast, mm. create. Do you know what I mean? Little, little things like that because it's an experience to them. They would come there, they would have fun, they would talk with their friends. They, do you know what I mean? So that way you're putting money into their pockets. Yes, you're, you, they're giving you money, but then you're also giving them something of value back. You know? And that's the way I've been thinking about my people. Like, okay, what is it that I can actually build you know, that can raise them up from poverty? You know? So this is, also, this is coming back to small, small businesses. Mm. You know? I also believe like, in um, empowering people through information mm. or through education. Mm. You know? And that's, that's, that's what I'm looking at, you know. And I feel like Peter will be, because one of the, the reason why, like I said, um, I would vote for him. And even I would vote for him because of who he is, is what he did for the school. Mm, for the schools, schools. Yeah. You know, he said he went to one of the schools and then um, they had an issue with the roof, mm. you know. And um, he promised he was going to give him the money, you know. And then um, during, he says he has like, um, if not monthly, I think monthly or every quarter, mm. he has like a meeting with the public itself. Yeah, it's like every month. Every month. Every month. Yeah. yeah. Look at that. <laughs> you, you come to me and say, that's what, you, that's what a leader is supposed to do. A leader is supposed to come to his people, mm. not stand, for, stand up on the, on the high mountains, you know, mm-hmm. and then looking down. No, you need to be amongst the people and see what they're experiencing. You know, was it, it was every month. Every month. Yeah. I mean, the people bit thin, yeah. The, 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 it's creating... He is actually changing the paradigm. He's creating a paradigm shift in, our, in the political settings of Nigeria. Mm-hmm. People are waking up. 
people are waking up. And it's funny that a lot of people still think that this is not going to have any impact. Maybe it's going to shock them. It's going to shock them. And yeah. make sure that you hear it here. Like, this is the first time. Okay, so remember that you, 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 if you are listening to this podcast and you're Nigerian, remember that you heard it here first. Mm-hmm. If they decide for whatever reasons to cheat or to disenfranchise people during this election, mm-hmm. it'll be going to take them to court. Mm-hmm. And he's going to win. Mm-hmm. And there's a precedent for that. Mm-hmm. Because when he became the governor of my of Anambra State, mm-hmm. yeah, what he did was he moved into um he moved into a new party called Abga. Mm-hmm. Abga. And then people were like, Abga is not serious, it's just a new party, blah, 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 blah. Yeah. They did the election, he did not win. Mm-hmm. He took them to court because he found out that there were some discrepancies in the electoral process. Mm-hmm. Took them to court, he won. Mm-hmm. Second tenure, they did the same thing, he took them to court, he won. He's going to take these people to court and he's going to win. And people have not even woken up to that because what I'm seeing now is, yeah, some people will say, oh, he might not actually be... No, 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 no. We, for the first time, we have someone that mm-hmm. is accountable. Accountability is very important in everything that you do. Mm-hmm. In fact, I'm not even as accountable as Peter will be. I mm-hmm. want to be. I aspire to be as accountable as Peter mm-hmm. because accountability is very important. Mm-hmm. So you can decide to have your... Like, if, you, if you're patriotic about Nigeria, if you're willing, if you're hoping that Nigeria becomes a better place, we don't have another candidate now that is coming out to become mm-hmm. president, that is aspiring to become the president of Nigeria that is, as mm-hmm. better, that is better than Peter Obi. Mm-hmm. If you believe there is one, tell me. Mm-hmm. You understand? There is Moyalo. There's another guy called Moyalo Kingsley. But unfortunately, Moyalo Kingsley has not been in any political position before. So mm-hmm. we can't actually say, oh, there's a precedent on what he can do, on mm-hmm. what he cannot do, or and how can, he behaves. And we can only look at you from what you've done in the past. Exactly. Mm-hmm. understand? So Moyalo can be given an, an opportunity, mm-hmm. given, but for me, I can't actually advocate for that. So yeah. I'm advocating for something that Because that's know, a gamble. Yeah, it's a gamble. Yeah. So, so every, other, every other aspirant, they are just one of the, just the normal political elites. Mm-hmm. They've never run any business in their life. Yeah, most of the businesses that they have today are businesses that they started because, or businesses that are actually doing well because of the money that they stole from Nigeria. Mm-hmm. And they use it to, you know, keep those businesses um, um, relevant. Mm-hmm. You know? So, I'm, I'm, like, I, you know, I talked about hope. Mm-hmm. The hope is coming back. <laughs> you understand? Just because of him. The return and, of and the hope. The return of hope. Mm-hmm. And then people, are, people might think, because I'm Igbo, you know, some people might say that I'm biased. It's not about, but look, like again, if you tell me that Atiku, mm-hmm. there's another guy coming out from that, under PDP. He's, mm-hmm. because people are a bit moved to a new party, mm-hmm. which I told you about. But there's another guy coming out under, on, on, um, under PDP called Atiku. If you tell me that Atiku is better, if you can prove to me that Atiku is better than Peter B and never stolen money mm-hmm. that does not belong to him, mm-hmm. I'll vote for Atiku. I don't mm-hmm. care. Mm-hmm. If you can tell me that, um, um, I don't know, Asiwa Jutinubu, mm-hmm. that potentially could come out of, of APC, mm-hmm. either he's better than Peter B, you can prove it. Like, Let's actually start making decisions. Mm-hmm. Let Nigerians start making decisions based on precedents, based on precedents, and based on proof, mm-hmm. verifiable proofs. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. Peter B is because, not an angel. Nobody's an angel. Because the person that we are electing is supposedly to, supposed to be the head. Yeah. You know, so He's if suppo- he cannot trust it with little, how can he be trusted with much? Yeah. <laughs> you know, so so so. So when you talk about um, small businesses, yeah, that's something that he's been talking about yeah. and he's been preaching about that because he, he, they, when they asked him about insecurity, I was asking, expecting him to start talking about the military, all of that. No, mm-hmm. no, he said that insecurity starts with helping small businesses. Mm-hmm. Insecurity starts with fixing education. Mm-hmm. 
You know that universities have been on strike in Nigeria for the past four yeah, months? Yeah, yeah. And then he talked about that. He was like, how can, how can our politicians be sharing money for their campaign, bribing delegates, whereas universities, students are on strike, students are at home, and you're wondering why you have insecurity? When they're supposed to be in school. They are, when they're yeah. supposed to be in school, start mm-hmm. then. And by the way, education is not just about educating people or anything. It's an export. Mm-hmm. It's an export. Yeah. Doctors. It was These are doctors. Doctors. Exporting doctors. Uh, doctors. Doctors. Um, scientists. Which, that you, which, that you is, which is assets. That would, assets that would actually start yielding when they go abroad, when they move mm-hmm. over here. Mm-hmm. Because fundamentally, Peter B is not, com- he's not coming in to change the... I know he, he should do. You know, if, if, he, if he asks me, if he comes in, if he, if, if he gets elected today and he asks me, oh, what do you think is the first thing that I, would, I should do? I'll tell him move to Bitcoin standard. Mm-hmm. That's the thing I would tell him. <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah. yeah. I'll tell him just move, move Nigeria to Bitcoin. Nigeria should make Bitcoin a legal tender. Mm-hmm. Nigeria should have Bitcoin as a legal tender, as part of the legal but tenders I think that could also happen because of... Um, the way he thinks. The way he thinks, one. Secondly, I don't think he'll well, do it. I it, think uh, the central banks... Some of the, I think a representative of Central Bank also went to El Salvador. Yeah, but I don't think I don't think Peter would do it. The, remember the, remember the. By the way, the representative of a Nigerian Central Bank that went to El Salvador is mm-hmm. a joke. The Central Bank governor of Nigeria, the Central Bank that is supposed to be apolitical, mm-hmm. that is supposed to not have any political alignment. Yeah, you know also, he's coming out to become president of Nigeria, yeah. electing, buying cars for traditional rulers. Yeah. From which, from what money? So he's not. So he's part. He's someone it's under part him. Part of the problem. He's someone <laughs> under him that went to El Salvador. Yeah. Probably went there to go and have party and spend Nigerian money. Yeah. So I, I'm not trusting that process. Mm. If you get what I mean. So so but when when Peter B becomes the president, I don't know who's going to be the central bank governor then. Mm. But I would actually okay. Obviously, looking at his presidency, he's he's into traditional finance. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. he owns like I think he's major major shareholder of like three major Nigerian banks. Mm-hmm. So he's probably gonna be the last person that will want Bitcoin. Because you know, understand what Bitcoin is. Bitcoin is, is you can't control that money. Mm-hmm. That's a that's a monetary system that you cannot control. Yeah. That is stronger than you. Yeah. You know, and <laughs> I believe you want something to control, but you never know. Yeah. You know, but if he comes to me and asks me. That's the first thing I will tell him to do. Yeah. But then I, but that, that'll also be the smart thing to do, isn't that's, it? That, that would be the smartest thing to do. Yeah, that would be the smart fact, thing if to it, do. Because if I it, think if what, it, the if way you look at it as, if as a president, can, yeah. Yeah, the way you look at it as a president, you look at, okay, cool. If I'm the president of this, um, of this country, one, as a governor, I was managing money. Mm. Basically, you're, manage, you're, you're just managing um, the finances that are... You know that your state is making. Mm. As a president, you're doing it on a higher level. Mm. You're still managing money because mm. what you're saying is, okay, this is um, the amount of money that I want to push into this sector, that sector. These are the policies I want to bring. Mm. I want to put um, put in place to kind of like either um, help businesses grow. Do you mm. know what I mean? So it's it's another form of business management on a um, grander scale. Mm. You know. So what Peter like. The first thing I'll be looking at as a, as a president is okay. How much money are we hemorrhaging? Mm. And how Three are we hemorrhaging that money? Yeah, exactly. Mm. Do you know what I mean? So okay, maybe one way of one way would be exactly would, what they would, did uh, with um, as a governor. Yeah, any money that comes is sort of we reinvested into different kind yeah, of businesses. Yeah, people won't move to Bitcoin standard. Yeah, I don't think so. Like I would be shocked <laughs> if it happens. I would be shocked if it happens. 
Do you feel like maybe if he was a little bit younger? Yeah, I think he was a little bit younger. He would. If he was like in his 35, 40s. Yeah, 35, 40s, early 40s. He early pro- 40s. probably would. But again, what I was saying is, you know, Nigerian, Nigerian students have been on, have been on, have been on strike. On strike. Yeah. You know, um, or rather, it's not Nigerian students, but ASU, which is an organization that, um, organization for like the lecturer, uh, lecturers and professors. Mm-hmm. You know, because of that, schools have been closed, so people are home. So it affects, things, it brings about, it affects, things, it affects a lot of things. You know, families, yeah. families that would have just sent their children to go and study, they now have to get off. Like a lot of things are just scattered. But then, that human capital is actually something that you can export. Mm-hmm. Because they, they because they bring in remittances. Yeah, you know uh, the reason why I started talking about Bitcoin is because I wanted to talk about you know when Nigerians get to a state when intelligent Nigerians leave Nigeria, leave Nigeria, mm-hmm. you know, but not leaving Nigeria because they are desperate because that's what's happening now. A lot mm-hmm. of Niger- a lot of we are having like a brain drain in West mm-hmm. Africa Absolutely. in general. Like Absolutely. smart people are all leaving and moving to the UK, mm-hmm. moving to the US, moving to Canada mm-hmm. because of deplorable state of their countries. Mm-hmm. You understand? But then we want a situation whereby they are leaving, not because of the deplorable state of the they're leaving because they believe that, okay, this is a better place. But people that are actually in, in, those, in these countries, in our countries, actually, mm-hmm. they, are, they are comfortable enough yeah. like, that they will be like, yeah, I can leave, but I'm, I'm okay-ish. Yeah. You know, so so yeah. what will happen is when these people leave, they are always sending money back. Back home. Back home. It's remittances. So it's like you've, 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 it's like you've just made an investment. So the people mm-hmm. that you teach today are the ones that will send money back into the country mm-hmm. in the future. Mm-hmm. You know? Do you know how much money El Salvador ends from remittances? I think their country, maybe 30% of their GDP is from remittances. Mm-hmm. From, like, from El Salvadorians. Just like, just like, just like Philippines. From, yeah, from El, Sal- from El Salvadorians that yeah. live abroad. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, so these are the things that I'm hoping and I believe that he's going to bring bring about. But again, this is not even about Ibu Awusa or Yoruba thing. Like, <coughs> if we believe that another person can do it better, let him do it better. Yeah. But, but there's no proof. one. We have to improve. Yeah, we, we let's see proof. Let's see. Let's see the evidence. We have to improve. And on, on a grander scale, like when you look at it, if Nigeria becomes better today, a lot of African countries are going to become better. Yeah, we've always believed that. Yeah, absolutely. We've always believed that. Absolutely. Yeah, because um. Man, um, first of all, one, Nigeria, we look, when we look at Nigeria, yeah, the first thing that comes to mind, obviously, is Nollywood. Do you know what I mean? But they are already on the spotlight, and I think they've been on the spotlight for, for a while. So it's almost like having maybe the head of Africa kind of like sleeping mm. in a sleep state. Sleep, sleeping giant. Yeah. So it's like, okay, the others, what, it, we need examples. Mm. Do you come to understand? Because if Nigeria right now wakes up and says, okay, you know what? Right now we are, we are getting our shit together. You know? And these are what we are going to do. And everyone, everyone wants to travel to Nigeria because they feel a lot safer. Not just that. It becomes like a tourist destination for mm, people. Because an investment go. hub. Yeah, because I think you're doing... Is it, is it Echo? Um, what, what's that island that... Echo Atlantic in Lagos. Yeah. Yeah, they've stopped all the distant, the, you know. For like for like some few months now, they've not been doing any construction. They've not been doing any. They've construction. not made any progress for a long time. It's like it's almost looking like um, a ghost town. You see, that's 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 also another thing that is so frustrating mm-hmm. because this is another. How did how did, how, did, how, did we, how did we get there? Yeah, that nobody's they're not working on it anymore. Like how did we actually get there? Yeah, after you spend billions. Yeah, 
That is crazy. Who chopped the money? Because yeah. that's that's the problem with Nigeria. It's not Nigeria does not have a problem of generating wealth. It's a problem of manage management. That's what we yeah. have. Fair the country enough. generates a lot of money. Obviously, they can generate more, you know. But if you can't manage, then it becomes hard for you to generate more. At a point, you can't. You sub, some of the some of the ways and means that you are using to generate will close up because you've not been managing your thing very well, mm-hmm. you know. Up to today, why is it that the country does not have a functional refinery that refines yeah. everything? Like, it's like um, what your president has been talking about with the... Um, the president of Ghana has been talking about with the um, cocoa mm-hmm. and chocolate thing. Mm-hmm. You know, you have to do value add yeah. before you export. Yeah, don't, don't export your basic... Don't export your basic uh, commodity yeah. and then buy it uh, after, value, uh, after they've added value for yeah. you. Well, that's what we are doing with petroleum. Yeah, they 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 drill petroleum in Nigeria, export it, and then we buy it back as petrol and fuel and all the every other thing that we need mm. at an exorbitant price. That's what that's what that's why Dan Gote obviously yeah. decided to build the refinery, which is which fantastic. Is yeah, you know, I'm, 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 there are some practices and corruption that went in there. I'm not going to go into that. Mm-hmm. You know, but the fact that he's even he even thought about it, even though now they are saying that he's he's broke, but I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I don't well, know how that happened. People say that Dagote is, is broke. Yeah, they said that he need the, he needs to cough up one billion US dollars to finalize some stuff, some stuff for the refinery. And the reason why he hasn't done it is because he's broke. I don't know the details on that. Mm-hmm. I hope it's not true. You know. But um the country has not moved forward since we discovered petroleum. And it's unfortunate. I don't even want I don't even I never wanted this podcast to be about politics, to be honest. Let's just talk about Bitcoin, but I think when you fix the money, you can fix the people. And Bitcoin is the money. Yeah. It's the money. And I feel like all of this is that happening is because of the fear system. Yeah. All of this corruption. Yeah. Because of the petrodollar system, fear yeah. system that we are in. Yeah. I, I and mean, I it mean, makes I'm, it harder to fix things. Yeah. Because the, the, way, the way I'm looking at it, I'm looking at it from this perspective. Okay. Yes. Mate, today we spoke, we went into more politics yeah. than we should. Um, but also because we are looking at Bitcoin and seeing how Bitcoin can actually fix some of these problems. And mm. some of these problems that we have, they are political issues. Mm. I'm going to say. And, you know, there, there is a solution in Bitcoin. You know, you know, you know, you know one of the reasons why I'm, why I'm, why I'm worried about this pod, this yeah. particular recording. When you go into our analytics, the listener, our listeners are mostly in the US. They know what the shit I'm talking about. Yeah. <laughs> 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 well, they're learning. This, this is, this is, this is, this is, this is all part of it because obviously, the only. I'm not. I'm the, not talking about Biden here. So yeah. So it, it, it does, does not relate. That's what it, I'm saying. It, yeah. It's but then. You see, this, this, so when we started this script, um, crypto gods, when we started crypto gods, yeah, we started with the notion of conversations. And these are the conversations we have all the true, time. Isn't true, true, you know, true. So we've kept it real. We, we, this yeah, is the realest, actually, because we, we're yeah. just talking about what we've been talking about. We're talking recently. about, this is what we're currently talking about. So this is what you guys are going to have yeah. for today. You know, um, obviously, if you have questions, like we say, you know, send us an email. Yeah. We're more than happy to grab some emails. You know, we want to hear what you guys think as well. You know, with everything that is going on, because it's. I think generally, um, um, podcaster podcasts normally, unless if like on our website we build, we redesign our website in a way that people can give us feedback. I think it's very think, hard for them to give us feedback. Everybody's think, complaining about that. So maybe I think we should. 
Yeah. Yeah. It, it, it would be nice to kind of like hear what people... If you design that, you have to drive traffic to that website too. Well, we already have people that are listening. So we already yeah. have people... Because we, we just want people to... People that are listening to us. Do you get what I'm trying to say? Mm, That's to give us their for. opinion. Yeah, give, your, give us your opinion. We don't want to drive... You know, um, it would be good to drive traffic. Obviously, we want people to hear what we have to say. But we like the fact that the people, our listeners are all organic. organic mm. um, you know, people that just stumbled upon it and decided to stay and listen to what we have to say. So mm. I love that. So would, I would want to hear from them. Mm. You know, mm. or anyone you know that listens to our podcast. You know, because we 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 appreciate it. I mean, I, 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 we we love talking about cryptos. That's what we talk about. That's what we breathe. That's what we eat. That's what that's what we drink. When we sleep, that's what <laughs> I dream about. You know, <laughs> and uh, a Bitcoin Eldorado. Yeah, you know, so a Bitcoin Eldorado. I, I, I love it. I feel like this is the biggest thing that we've ever done in this twenty first uh, century. You yeah. know, the crypto. It's an eye opener to everyone. Um, it's been suddenly been a massive eye opener to me and the way I think because I, it's like um, when you're looking at solu- solutions, you know, when we speak, we speak from the heart. We speak about things that really, really matters to us. I mean, you could tell this guy was speaking, uh, but he was speaking on top of his voice because he's passionate. Yeah. He's passionate. It's real. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? We are speaking from a, a place of, of passion and we are trying to find solutions to some of these problems that we have politically, um, socially, financially, whatever it, it may be. Um, but yeah, so we're speaking from the heart because we, we genuinely want to have like solutions to this problem um, on a basis that we are patriotic about where we are coming from. You know, we mm. love our people, you know. So every now and then you hear some of these kind of conversations in there, you know. Yeah. Um, yeah. So. <laughs> All right, guys. Thank you very much for listening and have a pleasant weekend. Yes. Bye.